0: What's up guys? I want to thank topnotchodds.com. One of the best online sports books available. And I know there are sports books popping up left and right these days. And I mean, given how many sports books have been around for decades, it's tough to choose exactly which ones to use. Now, I'll tell you this. If you already have one or two that you like to use, that's great. Keep those cuz I recommend having at least 3 sports books because you want to shop around, find different prices on different books and make those according to, you know, whatever team you're looking at, the best price it's going to save you tons of money over the long run. I mean, we're talking, if you guys are spending maybe 25 bucks a game, it's going to save you hundreds of dollars over the course of a season just to have another out. So I highly recommend making that sportsbook top- NotchOdds.com. Uh, great sign-up bonuses. So if you if you put in a hundred bucks, you'll get two hundred percent back with only a ten times rollover. Some of the best rollovers in the whole industry. Uh, you got to put in promo code Sharp Edge when you're signing up, though. So promo code Sharp Edge going to get you up to a two hundred percent deposit bonus that you can keep using over and over again with great rollovers. Online top odds.com promo code Sharp Edge. What's going on? Happy Monday, everybody. Welcome into The Sharp Angle on today's show, NHL Monday. Let's do it. This is The Sharp Angle. Every day on your favorite podcast player. All right, got some uh, fresh NHL power ratings to go over. We're not going to go over every single team, but I'll let you guys know some big uh, changes, at least what we had uh, in the past, what we're looking at now for these NHL power rankings. Of course, we got to update these. You know, throughout the season we're always combing, adjusting, updating, but I just got done doing these this morning. So these are fresh and we're going to have some games for tomorrow. So of course we're recording this on Monday the 2nd, which is Dr. Seuss's birthday. So happy birthday, Doc. But uh, we're recording this obviously the 2nd on Monday. The games I'm going to be giving out are happening Tuesday the 3rd. But like I said, let's get into the new power rankings. Uh, Just got done doing these a few hours ago. Top 10 looks like this. Number one is Boston. Now, for, for most of the season, if you guys have been following my power rankings, Boston has had a healthy lead all year long. It was not even close. Boston was by far the best team. That's not becoming... That's not the case so far anymore. I mean... Boston is still the best team, but their gap between them and the rest of the league is closing, and it's not because they're getting worse. As a matter of fact, Boston has improved in my power ratings from last time. Now it's a microscopic improvement, maybe about two or three percent, but still they're better than than last time we did this about a month ago. Okay, so Boston right now the best team in the league, but close behind them the Colorado Avalanche, and I think that this for a couple reasons. First of all, Colorado make a lot made a lot of great moves at the trade deadline. They got better on defense. They got Michael Hutchinson, who hasn't had a very good year, but look at who he was playing behind. I mean, I don't know who's going to have a great year playing with the Toronto Maple Leafs. They don't play good defense. This is a very different team. So you can expect Hutchinson's numbers to steadily improve throughout the season. Now, I will mention uh, uh, Grubauer, their starting goalies, out. Miko Rantanen, out. Uh, their their second-line center, uh, uh, Nazem Kadri out. So Colorado right now, behind Boston, uh just a little bit and they're banged up they're playing very good hockey right now so keep an eye on colorado because i think that you know with it with the futures market and what the odds are right now we talked about futures bets a few weeks ago but colorado right now is i think clearly the best team in the west all right number three tampa bay tampa Bay's doing a great job putting together here's what i think is happening with tampa I believe Tampa Bay experienced that heartbreaking year last year. They won the President's Cup. They had that amazing regular season, setting records left and right, and then they got knocked out in the first round by, I think it was Columbus. So I think Tampa Bay this year wanted to approach things differently. Now, I'm not saying they started slow and lost games intentionally, but they weren't pedal to the metal all year long. The last month or so, last month and a half, Tampa Bay has been, I mean, if you just landed on earth and been watching hockey the last six weeks, Tampa Bay's the best team. They've been playing fantastic, both offense and defense. Now, last year, what Tampa Bay's knock was, they weren't a great defensive team. They've improved that. As a matter of fact, if I look at defensive power rankings, and and my power rating system, folks, I can separate offense, defense, home, road. What I'm reading, you guys, is the overall power ratings. But when I look at the defensive power rating specifically, let's see here. Yeah, Tampa Bay is 11th overall. Now, I know 11th isn't great out of 31 teams, but my point is, as long as Tampa Bay has an above average defense, they're going to be one of the better teams in the East, if not the entire league. Right now, Tampa Bay third overall playing very good hockey. Keep an eye on Tampa uh, these next couple weeks. All right. St. Louis is my number four team and they have skyrocketed. I mean, I don't think I had them in the top 10 a month or so ago and it's because they weren't playing great hockey a month or so. Well, maybe even longer than that, but still. Uh, I think it's going to come down to St. Louis and Colorado in the Central. They're going to be jockeying back and forth for positioning. And that's what's really interesting. Look right now at the standings, okay? Pull it up again quickly. All right. So, number one, Boston. Number two, Colorado. Number three, Tampa Bay. Number four, St. Louis. You notice a trend there, hockey fans? Both Boston, Tampa Bay, and the Atlantic Division. Both Colorado, St. Louis, and the Central Division. Now, some are on the East, Boston, Tampa, Colorado, St. Louis on the West, but the top of the league, the best teams right now in the league are all coming from the same divisions. Now, why is this a shame? Why is this not a good thing? Because the way the hockey playoffs are set up, they are largely divisional playoffs. I mean, it's crazy how how division-centric the NHL gets. Unless you're a wild card team or a number one overall team, you're not gonna in your division, you you're not gonna have a chance to play anyone outside your division until at least the second round, maybe not third, if not third. Okay. So to refresh everyone, the way that hockey works is if you come in second or third in your division, you play the other team. So the two plays three, three plays two in every division and one plays four, unless the one team's the best. And there's a wildcard team that's worse than the four seed in their own division. It is very, very plausible that that the playoffs this year will be one versus four, three versus two in every single division. Okay. Now, that's just a hypothetical. It could happen, could not, but it certainly could happen, and it's not like a freak thing if it does. So that makes it so where when you have years like this, where Boston, Tampa Bay is so elite, Colorado, St. Louis is so elite, they're in the same division. So you're going to get early matchups in the playoffs to where these teams are going to get knocked out early. The great thing about the NBA is it's true, see, pretty much, you're going to get the best teams in the, in the conferences, Playing in the Western Conference Championship, in the Eastern Conference Championship, it's very rare that you get teams, you know, in the second round in the NBA, that the two best teams are playing. That's what you get frequently in the NHL, and it's not a good thing. But, uh, I mean, that, that's aside from the rankings or anything like that. But from, for, for my diehard hockey fans out there, you guys know exactly what I'm talking about. It's not a good playoff system. And I think if there's one thing that needs to change in the NHL, it's that. All right, number five overall in my power rankings, Washington Caps. And by the way, folks, I'm just going to go in-depth for the top five. I'll give you—maybe I'll just quickly list the rest of teams after this. But uh, we're not going to go in-depth for every team like this. But Washington uh, is fifth overall. And Washington has a lot of similarities to, to Tampa Bay. The one thing I've been saying all year, well, for the last couple years with Washington, since they won the Cup pretty much, they can get back to where they were as long as they play above-average defense, right? And they've done that this year. Their defense has improved. Now, on the road, that was always the issue before. Is They'd go on the road and their defense would slip. Matter of fact, this year, their defense is better on the road than it is at home. They're scoring over three and a half goals at home as well. I think Washington, I mean, It's no surprise how how good they are. A lot of people understand that, but it's the defense that's surprising me. Now, they're getting the contribution from the normal cast up top. Holtby's playing great in net. But Washington, I mean, a lot of people may have some other teams right there, but Washington, we have number five. All right, let's quickly go through. uh, Let's just go through the rest of the teams here. No in-depth talk for each of these, just where they sit overall in my power rankings. Number six, Pittsburgh Penguins. Number seven, Philadelphia Flyers. Number eight, Carolina Hurricanes. Number nine, Toronto Maple Leafs. Number 10, rounding out the top 10, the Dallas Stars. And Dallas, I mean, if they can just find a way to to string some offense together, they're going to be just fine. Matter of fact, overall, Dallas is my number two team in the league behind the Boston Celtics. So uh, Dallas rounding out the top 10. Uh, just need to find a little bit more offense, and I think they will as we wrap up the year. Number 11, the Vegas Golden Knights. Number 12, Arizona Coyotes. 13, the Vancouver Canucks. 14, the New York Islanders. 15, the New York Rangers. 16, Winnipeg Jets. 17, Florida Panthers. 18, Nashville Predators. 19, Columbus Blue Jackets. And 20, the Minnesota Wild. All right, 21. Man, how the mighty have fallen since the beginning of the year. The Edmonton Oilers. And yes, a lot of this is due to injuries. Edmonton is probably the most banged-up team right now, at least for their scoring, their forwards, which is what makes Edmonton go. Edmonton, 21 overall. Number 22, Montreal Canadiens. Number 23, the Calgary Flames. Yes, I know a lot of you love Calgary. Even though a couple of you guys have uh, Calgary winning the... Pacific Division, which I think is just, uh... (laughs) I've been fading them for quite a while now. Calgary 23rd overall in my rankings. Number 24, Chicago Blackhawks. 25, the Buffalo Sabres. Number 26, San Jose Sharks. 27, the LA Kings. Number 28, New Jersey Devils. 29, Ottawa Senators. 30, Anaheim Mighty Ducks. And 31, the Detroit Red Wings. All right, before we get out of here today, I'm going to give you guys a couple games for tomorrow. These are either ones that I have already placed or my leans for tomorrow. Now, I do want to reiterate this, and this can't be said enough. And, and look, it nothing drives me crazier, whether it's on radio or podcasts, when you get bettors who get bets out there. All right, everybody, we're liking the Green Bay Packers this week. We got them at minus seven, but we still like them at minus five and a half. I mean, that drives me crazy. It's like, why even give that out? Whether it's clients, and of course, we don't sell any pics here on the show, but whoever it is, if you're giving pics out there, you got to give numbers that people can get. And so this morning, you know, it's a good lesson. I know 99% of people listening to this podcast, you guys have jobs. You guys have real jobs, right? You're, you're, you're not staring at the screen all day, hitting refresh and and... and, and I'm going to give you guys, I'm going to do my best to give you guys the best lines and the most available lines, but you guys have to understand that unless you're really, really, really wanting, needing, looking to make a profit, looking to be profitable, looking to to, to turn this into a profession or or, or really make some money, you got to make bets as early as possible. If you're not on these games pretty much right when they come out on a market making book, you're going to miss out. Now, what does that mean, a market-making book? Several books out there, the majority of books out there, 9 out of 10 sports books don't make these lines. They wait for the big sports books to the market makers to create these lines. They wait for the lines to be adjusted within those markets by professionals, and then the lines that get spit out are already chewed up and, and, and devoured by the pros. By time most of your sports books get the lines the, the best lines are already gone. So you got to get a market making book. you got to get again get on these games early. I mean for example, the first game that I that I like today and I'm gonna give it out right now with the prices as we record uh, 2:30 Eastern time on Monday the second, Nashville Predators are currently plus 104 on a couple books out there where it's available. Now I do like Nashville anything plus money. I had Nashville as the favorite here on the road against the Minnesota Wild. I got, and and again, we're not going to do this all the time, but just to give you guys an example, I placed, because they only let you, they they set max limits. The way that books determine if the price is wrong is by the caliber of better Who's buying these early games because they put the limits low. The limits are only $250 for a lot of these websites that open lines up. So if you make a a, a bet, which I did, Nashville Predators opened up plus 117, guys. So if you make the max bet, as I did, plus 117, they're either going to not let you bet any more that game or they're going to let you bet more that game once the line changes. The line came down to plus 114, we made another bet, and then the line corrected itself to plus 104, where it currently sits a couple hours later, okay? So, again, we, we're, we rarely do that on the show. For you, for you guys who've been listening for a long time and you understand, I don't come on here and just brag about the great lines we're getting and a closing line value, we rarely actually ever talk about that. We give out lines that are applicable to you guys, ones that you guys can go get, and ones that we still think have a bit of an edge that will still win. So it's just very important to remember how it works and that these lines come out early. I know a lot of you guys out there like to bet the NFL, right? It's the most popular sport in America to bet. I'm assuming a few of you listening to this podcast like to bet the NFL. Well, let me let you in on a little secret, guys. If you're not betting the NFL on Monday or Tuesday, you're missing out on all the value. For those waiting until, I mean, it's one thing to wait till Wednesday or Thursday because you're not going to get good lines, but but it's just laughable to make games on Saturday or Sunday in the NFL. I mean, if you're one of those people who's consistent, which is a lot of guys. Look, I'm not saying it's it's like, oh, you got to, if you're one of those people who does this, you, you got to just be so much better. I understand it's difficult to do. And these are new things. We're always learning. We're always trying to get better. I'm just letting you guys know that if you're betting NFL games on Saturday or Sunday, you're essentially saying, okay, I know that pro- that hundreds of professional bettors have looked these games over and and taken what they've taken, but past on all these numbers, right? Because by definition, if the pros still thought there was value, you wouldn't be getting those numbers on Saturday. Those numbers would be eaten up on Monday and Tuesday. So what you're saying, if you bet the NFL on Saturday or Sunday, or if you bet the NHL a few hours before the game starts, you're saying, I know that all the pros, hundreds of professionals have looked over all these games and passed on these numbers, but I think I'm smarter than them collectively. And I think that this is over a 53% bet. Do you understand how ridiculous that seems once you really talk about what it means to be placing bets late? I mean, you know, again, I understand a lot of you guys don't live by the screen, die by the screen, but if you're sitting down and it's almost tip off or kickoff, or they're about to drop the puck and you say, hey, what's the price? No you're not getting value. All right. So there's my little spiel about getting prices early. Nashville, we still like plus 104 at the Minnesota Wild. Game number two, Boston Bruins. We're going to take them plus 115 at the Tampa Bay Lightning. I had Boston as a slight favorite here. Tampa Bay, I, I just talked about how good they've been playing. And I understand that. And, and I believe that. Tampa Bay's a very, very good team. But an interdivision uh, uh, matchup, Tampa Bay dropped three out of their last four. And minus 130. I mean, this should be minus 105, minus 105. I'm getting some some value here taking Boston plus 117, plus 115, depending on where you can get it. Uh, let's say plus 115 market consensus. And I have three games where I lean. Okay, these are all leans but uh, certainly if I were forced to play, I would play on these sides. Lean number one, Edmonton Oilers plus 152. The reason I'm not taking Edmonton here is they are coming off a back-to-back. They have Nashville tonight. So again, these are games for tomorrow, uh, Monday the third, or excuse me, tomorrow, Tuesday the third. That's what all these games are that we're giving out. But the Oilers play tonight on Monday, and they are one of the worst back-to-back teams in hockey. So we're not going to take them uh, because look, again, I think this game should be around 110, 120 for Dallas. You start getting to minus 170, that's overcharging greatly for the home team in that spot. Now, the Oilers, again, coming off the back-to-back, plus 152. There is still a little bit of value, I think. Question is, do you want to bet on them off the back-to-back? And yes, I am also taking Nashville off the back-to-back tonight. Edmonton plays Nashville tonight. Nashville's a different team with the back-to-back. And I had Nashville as an overwhelming value bet with Minnesota, so it's not always blindly playing on or playing against or fading teams who had a back-to-back. It's kind of case-by-case, and this is a great example. We are leaning Edmonton, and we are taking Nashville. My second lean of the day, uh, Toronto, minus 146. Now, the reason why I'm leaning with Toronto, I think the price is about right here, and by definition, what have we said before, if the line is right, if the price is right, we shouldn't be making these plays. We only make bets when we think the market is incorrect. That's a definition of a valuable bet. So, I think this is pretty much an accurate line -146 for Toronto. If I were forced to take a team, I would take Toronto here because again, maybe I could say 140 or so is my line and you could make a case to 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 bring it up a little bit, but uh, excuse me, 150 would be my line there. but And you can make a case to bring it up a little bit, but it's still not enough value to make the play, and it's very close to where I would make that line. And my last lean of the day, over five and a half New York Islanders in Montreal, that currently is paying plus money, and that's just a pure numbers play for me. I have it at about 6.1, 6.2. And the New York Islanders were my... They were my under-team of the year last year. I mean... I bet I made more money on any team in the league playing Islanders under in the 2019 season this year, not the same thing. So we will lean over five and a half in that game. All right. Good luck, everyone. Thanks so much for listening to the NHL pod. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Concept Tuesday coming up tomorrow. We'll talk to you then from the sharp angle. This is the sharp angle every day on your favorite podcast player.